Hi, okay, so this particular episode is going to be very vulnerable, it's going to be very open, and I believe it's going to give direction and guidelines on how to process and to maximize your sexuality and the questions surrounding sex and everything else that comes with sex. So join me on this episode as we delve deeper we're going to be doing um we're going to be having segments that touch on you know masturbation falling in love crushes um dealing with heartbreaks preparing for sex being sexually active just think about the subject abstinence being a virgin purity and everything we're going to be talking we're going to get in there like i'm going to get into your house so this promises to be very exciting drop your comments drop your ideas drop your suggestions i would like to hear from you welcome to i'm sexually active or at least thinking about it Where do we start from this? Where do we start with this conversation? You know, I'm still thinking about it, but first we're going to establish some things. It's okay, totally fine to have thoughts that you think about sex, especially at the age where you are. It's totally fine. You're supposed to, you know, feel some certain type of way. You're supposed to think about it to a, to a degree. Such, sex is not a bad word. It's not a dirty word. In fact, it's normal. Now, we're going to be getting into when should I have sex? Where should I have sex? Should I be having sex? When is it right to have sex? What do I do with these feelings that I have? So we're going to be processing the feelings and we're going to be talking about how to navigate the changes that are happening in your body as a teenager. Even as a young person, how do I navigate through a world that is highly sexualized? You know, how do I keep my sanity? How do I... What are the things that I have to do to make sure that I am living a sane, effective life? Sex is always going to be part of your life for as long as you live, especially in today's culture. There are songs about it. There are videos about it. Everywhere you turn, there's some sort of sex symbol, fashion industry, the education industry, movements. There's so many things that we're going to be talking about. So have an open mind as we get into this. Some of the views that I share you might not agree with but have an open mind as we get into this topic okay hello welcome to sex and all these friends i thank you very much for all the feedback that you're sending i'm noting them and then we're going to be treating all the things you um suggested as we talk about this but i'm going to start from the beginning i've been walking around in my head where we're going to start from so let me first start from the very beginning if if you're from if you're of african descent or you're nigerian 
you'd note that sex is almost like a taboo word you don't talk about it in public even though our society now has become more enlightened but it's not a subject that is frequently talked about and because and when something is shrouded in such secrecy mystery there's bound to be error and abuse so today the first thing i would like to say is god created sex and sex is a good thing but god also created it within certain boundaries and when you do things outside the boundaries of what they were created to be it comes with different complications and problems and long lasting consequences and sex is within the boundaries of marriage period there is no other way to look at it because outside the boundaries of marriage there are so much complications that happen now this isn't to disregard people who were either abused or introduced to sex at an early age so have quite a distorted view on sex because of your first experience but this is to correct it and re-image sex in your mind so sex is not dirty sex is not a taboo it is really not um, shrouded in secrecy god created sex sex is good everything god created is good so this is the foundation and from here we'll start thank you for listening hello it's noon and i just finished having lunch i hope you are having a great day so on this segment i've been trying to do like a chronological big word like a sequence to this sex thing but i feel that you know we should make it more relatable and more normal so the thought that came to my head now was a question you know how a guy meets a girl and then they start to talk they start to gist you know they chat back and forth you know and then it's almost like there's a in quote relationship being formed and then one of the days they plan a date and they go out watch a movie or walk around a park maybe in my part of town to be pleasure park you know walk around a park or something and then they are feeling all they are into their feelings you know, and then one day <clears throat> they make a plan that they're going to, you know, just hang out in one of the houses. Maybe parent is not around, and they just want to spend quality time with each other. So now let me tell you what's happening in the minds of the two individuals. Now you have to realize that sex is interpreted differently in the mind of a boy or guy. And it's interpreted differently in the mind of a girl. You are not thinking about the same thing. You are not on the same wavelength at all. So for the guys, and you know, if a guy is listening to this, he can relate. Once a girl says that she's coming to the house, automatically it means that she's ready to go all the way. Like she wants to do the kissing, the touching. You know, she wants to get down 
with it. The guy is already thinking all systems go. The girl, on the other hand, she's not thinking that though. She's thinking, oh, she's coming to spend quality time. People will hold hands. Then you watch a movie. You know, they will cuddle maybe a bit, maybe kiss once or twice. She has this perfect romantic picture in her head. So that's why um, we have a very high increase of date rape because both parties were not thinking about what the other person thinks sex is guys are very visual you know they see a girl they like a girl they want to get down that's it it's it's as basic as that but the girl is different she sees a guy she likes she enjoys the conversation that's why girls can talk for the universe you know they are interested in how you are how you're doing how you're feeling when you say i love you why did you say you love me so all those questions like that and we're going to get into all those in intricacies yes see this english here try of it you know we're going to get into that but it you have to establish that sex for a guy is totally different from sex for a girl and the reason i'm putting this out there is so that we reduce the high level of date rape and you know the plans that people put in place when you know there's a date especially when he has to do in an enclosed area or in a house most of the time because it's totally different because you hear guys say things like and boy she did not want to do why did she come to the house if she did not want to have sex why did she agree to come over and the girl was like i just wanted to spend time with you because i like you i didn't want to go there and this thing about this no being when somebody says no it means that person is playing hard to get are going to destroy those myths so again it's going to be interesting i have decided that you know i'm just going to put the thoughts out there as it comes and teach as we go let me know what your thoughts your thoughts are send me a comment send me suggestions and let's let's really correct some misconceptions around sex and unpack it for what it is okay hi welcome again so while i was you know recording the previous segment another thought came to my head and to really address this people say that it's okay you know to hook up it's okay to have friends with benefits and in local parlance they say make congenial kill person now if you're in if if you have if you're listening from another part of the world in nigeria it means that um how do you even explain it they don't want the um sexual tension or the sperm build up to kill them which is a misnomer really you know are you as a teenager and a young person you have to stop romanticizing sex you know there's romance and there's sex and these are all fantastic elements we've already established the fact that sex is good within a context and then when you take it out of that context 
it has all sorts of issues that lead to all sorts of things that i'm not sure a lot of teens and young people think about you're thinking about the rush and the truth is the media hasn't helped our perception on sex because really you're thinking about the heightened emotions the silence in between the intense look in your eyes that exact moment where everything ceases and it's like just you and the person are alone in the world and can only hear the music of your breath hold up in real life doesn't quite work like that you know the media paints a picture of you know sex as being this thrilling thing that has to happen now and then it takes away from the original intent of sex as it's supposed to be then there's not going to be music playing in the background when you kiss a girl except of course you are going to set it up like that your first kiss your leg will not magically pop up you know it will be firmly planted on the ground um in fact it might be a really bad first kiss you know and this is not to discourage you because ultimately um you would make your own decisions as to what you take these are my views and this is me teaching and educating so that you have a broader base on what you know has been so idolized or romanticized by society and by the media and it will also help to stop from making a very monumental decision that can affect the rest of your life this is why I'm putting this out there so that you can learn. I'm going to share, you know, personal experiences, of course, in the course of this. So it's not about me being all preachy. I don't like that. You know, what's the point being preachy if you haven't experienced something before? But this is to tell you there is a way to do things such that your life is better for it. And some of the time, you don't really think about the responsibilities that come with sex and everything. So there's this phrase that um, um, truth before its time is seen as blasphemy. So if someone were to come and say that maybe right now in 2022, we're going to be eating plates. Even if that's a possibility in 2060, if you bring it now, everybody's going to be looking at you like, what's wrong with you? You know, it's the same thing with sex. Sex before its time brings all sorts of complications. You have to deal with the mental, emotional, physical, psychological, physiological changes that happen. You have to deal with your emotions being in a twist your concentration levels dropping most of the time because you are at the point in your life where your brains are forming and we're going to be talking about that maybe not in this episode but in subsequent episodes so that you understand how your brain works so that you can maximize it to its fullest potential so i I needed to put this thought out there that before you Before sex, count the cost. Are you ready physically? Are you ready emotionally? 
are you ready medically are you ready psychologically are you ready mentally are you ready academically are you ready for sex we're going to do all that all right bye okay welcome back to sex and his friends and i have a thought that i'd like to share so it's been a while since i recorded here because you know i'm trying to do this thing like a sequence but it wasn't helping so i'm going to be sharing my thoughts concerning this and you know um answering the questions that a lot of you have sent to me so i got this question about porn you know how do you deal with porn in today's culture now growing up before you had access before i had access to anything sex related you probably have to travel miles to sit down in a cyber cafe and then log in hiding to either watch a movie that was very explicit or has very sexual explicit scenes or you have to you know find a book or a we used to call it blue movie then but right now because of the culture that you know we're in sex is in your face like it's at the click of a but a button and because of that it has become very rampant for young people teenagers such as yourselves to get into porn some accidentally some actually go looking for it so what's the big deal about porn i mean if you're if you're engaging in porn and you're not sleeping with somebody else it's supposed to be a pass mark right wrong (laughs) very wrong because porn distorts the original intent of sex porn is fake porn is so fake and it's causing more damage than good so take these two things that i just said one porn is fake it distorts the original intent of sex like god created it and there's a likelihood very high likelihood that those who engage in porn before marriage stand the chance of not being satisfied in their marriage you're always going to be looking for more which is the direct you know consequence of porn so you know how they say people men cheat or women are promiscuous you just don't know it it's a character forming habit and these things start from something as in quote harmless like porn now don't get me wrong porn is not harmless porn is very harmful in fact most of the date rapes recorded between last year and this year have been as a direct result of watching porn porn does something to your mind it twists your mind it makes you desire unnaturally it's it is selfish you are not thinking of the person as a human being you're thinking of the person as an object imagine that somebody looks at you as an object that they would like to use how would you feel you already know how you feel when somebody uses you not even sexually maybe they picks your brain or they use an idea of yours imagine how robbed you feel now translate that to sex 
and somebody using you as an object you are not an object you're a human being you should be valued you should be respected you should be honored you know you should be taken care of because you are worthy and when you engage in pornography it has its friends that come you know it's like a question with one ai i i i and all that porn comes with masturbation and masturbation just ends up making you feel guilty and it is a it, it is it it is an indicator that there's a much deeper problem that you are not dealing with and you're just covering it up so this is like four minutes plus so we're going to get into the next segment and then we'll you know unravel porn and masturbation and all the things that come So what is porn? So porn didn't just start now. Porn started way before, you know, the 21st century. In fact, it started in biblical times. And the root word is called pornia. And it means a lot of things. It's like a compound word. It means prostitution. It means um, boredom, it means fornication, it means sexual immorality. Think about the worst things about, you know, being sexually active before time. That's what porn is. It's everything. And the thing that makes it worse is that it's easily accessible because it's, it makes use of everything that um, gives access to who you are. Porn is really not about the next person. It's about destroying who you are. That's why it has a lasting effect, not just on everything around you, but on your identity where you now start to question who you are and who God has created you to be. So, we've known what the meaning of porn is. It's a twist a very bad twist on what God has created. Now, I'm going to just stop and say a couple of things here. You might not be of Bible-believing faith, but open your mind up to the truth because everything that is happening to you right now, all the images of what is this girl even saying, say if I beg, this thing is not that deep. Oh yes, it is deep because anything that comes against your identity will destroy you because once you don't know who you are you don't know where you are going to you it affects um what you study it affects how you study it affects who your friends are it affects your sense of worth and self-esteem so this is very very important the fact that it has been over commercialized and it's now seemingly normal for porn to be everywhere doesn't make it normal it's not you know how um if you have watched what they call this thing the matrix right where there's always the emphasis of get out of the matrix and think for yourself why will something like that be pushed in your face without your permission and have such a hold on you have you ever thought about that you should but let's continue we are go- this is going to be like a long series so we're going to be breaking stuff down one by one so you don't want to miss any episode so porn starts with your thoughts 
yeah if you did not have let, okay i don't like i don't like i'm thinking of one of the things i really don't like um what are these small things vegetable kind of things i don't like broccoli i hate broccoli broccoli is this small vegetable very expensive but i don't even understand why it's a vegetable but i don't like broccoli i have no desire for broccoli if you bring broccoli and put it in a room i am not going to touch it no desire whatsoever but if you put chicken in a room different kinds i'm going to be tempted you know to touch it now what just happened to me most of the time we blame our obsession with porn on maybe an abuse or the fact that you accidentally stumbled into this thing and now you can't get out but the truth is that there is always a seed there's always a place inside of you that desires this thing so maybe you were abused when you were younger and that has triggered something and it has grown with you or you watched one you know because you wanted to prove a point and now it has stayed with you so you always want to feed it you always want to look at it and take more because that's the aim to take more so porn starts from your thoughts goes in through your eyes there's the use of sound and you know that as young people anything that gets into our faces and that we can hear it becomes like a really big deal so this is how porn begins next segment next segment we'll talk about it deeper Welcome back to Second Friends, and we are dealing with pornography in this um, few episodes. And I'll try and wrap it up because it's a lot, and it's one of the major things that you know cause a lot of issues. So, um, one of the things that you should know about porn is it allows you to kill yourself. It's strictly directed at your identity, and it is also a sign that there's more underneath the surface than meets the eye the reason you are of course you know that once you watch porn you want to practice and if you can't practice on someone you're going to masturbate now as much as it feels like masturbation is not so much of a problem it is because it over promises and under delivers you end up feeling like you basically just used yourself and that is a very painful if you're going to be honest you know that's a very painful way to feel that's why it's never enough you always want to go and look for more do more find more and then eventually you're going to act out in ways that you did not think you were capable of is a is a downhill slope this whole thing and but we're dealing with porn okay so first temptation is totally your issue it is nobody's fault if you don't desire it 
it will not come near you it is what you desire what you have given your ear your eye and your body to that you will crave if you don't like sushi if you don't like chicken no matter how much it is in a place you won't touch it now the reason porn is put in your face all the time is so that you acquire a taste for it and then you begin to desire it so you know we're in a culture that like that says you know i'm just going to go with what i feel it's my body you know i can do whatever i want no you can't it's not your body you are created by god for a specific purpose so it is not your body okay it's not it is not your body it is god's body and there's a way he wants your body to be treated and it's not because it does god anything no at the end of the day you are the one like you're the one who will either benefit from it if you use your body well or you're the one who is going to suffer for it and porn messes up your mind honestly it does it messes up the dynamic of your mind and it has far-reaching consequences so what are some of the things that porn you know will um, what are some of the disadvantages of porn so i'm just going to quickly say two no matter how high how many accolades you get you know how smart and put together you look on the outside if you have this thing about porn it's always going to drag you back to the place that you never wanted to go in the first place once you have this thing it, 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 it's like a it's like it's like an achilles heel you know it's a weakness that every time you start to rise they just play the tape and then you are back to square one so it is important that you you watch um you you watch yourself and you stay clear of porn because it will always drag you back to it the level of immaturity that you thought you had passed all right we'll move on to the next segment so next point disadvantage of porn porn is always rooted in some unhealed pain right so it makes you less confident it reminds you of your past and then it keeps you in a circle where you of bitterness of hurt of pain and of regret so i'm going to tell you a story so there was this guy yeah as in great guy had everything going for him true story had everything going for him and then you know he was really strong was really successful stuff like that you know guy that had a future and a vision clearly mapped out so he grows up goes through life and then he wants to get married now on the night of his wedding like his engagement party night he had gisted of course he had gisted his future wife to be about some things about his life and then she now 
told her friends and the bridesmaids so everybody was laughing at him it now became like a joke so already he got upset and he was like he's not doing again he's not going to get married to this chick anymore um and then the very next day instead of the girl to be all remorseful ah women our gender it is well Instead of the girl to be very remorseful, she goes ahead to marry his best man. So he's feeling rejected, he's feeling laughed at, you know, he's feeling like everybody's mocking him and all his successes don't matter. So he decides to go and, you know, sleep with a prostitute. And this is the beginning of his issues because he didn't deal with the pain, the hurt. He didn't deal with the root of the problem. He went to engage in sex with a prostitute. Now remember our meaning, the root meaning for porn, pornia. It means all these things. So whether it's prostitution, whether it's watching a movie, whether it's playing with an idea in your head, whether it's masturbation, playing with yourself, sexual immorality, everything is under the porn matter. It's like a compound word. And this is the beginning of his struggles because for every time he does something really great and he senses small rejection or he senses like somebody's laughing at him, he goes right back. At the end of the day, he ended up, you know, having a disease where he was blind and he couldn't really fulfill purpose and everything. And it was because of this thing that he didn't deal with. What are the issues in your life? What is the root? Why are you watching the porn? Honestly, what is it fulfilling? Or what void is it filling in your life? There is a void which is a much bigger problem that you use porn or sex or masturbation to fill. And for as long as you keep ignoring it, you're going to continue in this thing that is gradually killing you. So I'll tell you another story of how they used to kill wolves, right? In um, Eskimos used to kill wolves. So they'll bring a very sharp object, very sharp, and then they'll do put some fresh blood on it. Then they'll carry water, freeze it, and then they'll do another coat of blood, pour water on it, freeze it. They'll keep doing that till finally they will now put fresh blood on the last frozen or the last ice remember it's a sharp stick and then they will choke the stick put it in the ground chook is a nigerian parlance of put things in the ground they'll put things in the they'll put it in the ground and then they will leave it and watch now wolves have a very strong sense of smell so the wolf will smell the blood the fresh blood and then start looks around in secret whether anybody's watching and then they will start licking and this is important most of the time you're not going if porn was such a great idea you will watch it in the open like you will sit down in class you open your laptop or you sit down in your office you open your laptop and be watching it without feeling like this thing you're not supposed to be doing it or you will sit down in front of your mother and you will be watching porn but you don't do that to you no you hide in the night you reduce the volume to the barest minimum 
and or you even use earphones or earplugs or whatever and you do this thing in secret whatever you do in secret consistently is already an indicator that it is wrong so anyway back to our story so the wolf keeps licking the fresh blood and the eyes not knowing that the sharp edge has already cut him cut his mouth and so what is really licking is his own blood porn will kill you because you keep going deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper what started as a harmless let me just watch this sexual scene you know how you everybody understands how they are wired and so we try to deceive ourselves or lie to ourselves we really need to be honest with ourselves if we're going to be free from porn next series welcome back to sex and friends bad habits tend to thrive in secrecy secret places secret times places that are not exposed in nigeria it's a holiday today and a lot of people might be looking for places to go and things to do now knowing that you have a tendency to make mistakes expose your mistakes by yourself if you're going to be in the house all day sit down and ask yourself when at the times you want to indulge in pornography or you want to masturbate most of the time it's times when you feel like you don't have company or you want company or you just watch something what are you watching what are you listening to how are they affecting your mind and you might say it doesn't matter but it really does I was in the cab yesterday and everything that the cab driver played was very sensual. It was, there were a lineup of songs and they were extremely sensual. And I noticed I got very uncomfortable. So after a while, I switched off and told him that I needed the quiet, you know. But then the words kept playing and even as I record this, kept playing in my head and if i don't replace what is there already there'll be a tendency for my thoughts to give pictures to the words that were sung or sung yesterday so it's important what you give your ear to it's it's even more dangerous when it's your ears and your eyes that are working together to form images and pictures You become what you see. You become what you hear on a regular. Now, most of your habits didn't come from abuse. Most of your habits came through the media. And you have to be able to start to um, rinse the things you listen to, the things you watch on a daily basis that trigger these urges in you you have to be honest with yourself so sit sit today and write and be honest with yourself when do i watch porn when do i why do i watch porn what is the reason informing that because you are the one 
who is going to be accountable and who is going to start the process of your healing with God's help. Nobody else can do this for you. We're not there when you watch it. We're not there when you indulge in masturbation. We're not even there when you have the conversations to hook up. So you have to ask yourself, why do I do these things? When do I do these things? And expose it to yourself first. And then we'll continue on this journey of healing. You're doing very well. I thought to let you know.